Simplified Chaos, Episode 65. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Hey, wonderful friends. Welcome to Simplified Chaos. This is Jillian, one of your hosts, and I'm with my co-host and husband, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? Hope you guys are having a wonderful day today. Crazy times here, Jilly. A lot of time at home. A lot of time at home, (laughs) yes. Uh, We are in week, I don't know whatever week it is, of COVID-19 coronavirus, um, but things have gotten progressively worse around the country around the world and we are now finding ourselves indoors and at home a lot more than what we've been used to yes we have (laughs) (laughs) so what are we going to talk about here today obviously it'll be related to this topic yeah we're just diving into the realness of just how we're blending kids and work together and how our new roles and rhythms at home have shifted dramatically yeah and uh in the course of one week it's crazy i want to share the challenges and the the pros like just everything that we're going through and what we're learning about it and uh hopefully provide some insights on how we can all get through this crazy time this i I, i'm calling this our new normal i know a lot of people are saying that too but that's the reality we don't know how long this is gonna last but we have to we have to keep going. We have to move on. We have to, you know, continue to work, support our families in any way that we can. And it's going to be a challenge for a lot of people. But we find that in times like these, we, we all tend to pull together and, and make it through. So we hopefully can share some ways that we're making it through and hopefully uh, help some people out along the way. For sure, for sure. But before we dive into that, as always, we love to show some gratitude before we get started here. So, Jilly, what are you grateful for this fine day? I am grateful for our listeners and one in particular who's one of our good friends, Bev. What's up, Bev? Bev. Shug. (laughs) She wrote just a really sweet Facebook post. Yes. And just spreading the timing couldn't be more perfect it was about an hour ago before we we started recording this episode yeah she's such a light and she's just spreading some positive vibes out there and she just kind of gave us a shout out just being one of those podcasts that you know is just inspiring or just making her her days a little bit brighter so we really really truly appreciate that love bev and um yeah, I can't wait till we can actually see her face-to-face hey, one day. <laughs> I mean, virtual happy hours are, are yeah. all the rage right now. And actually, we were talking in the comments section about some of the folks that we all used to work with and, and possibly getting on and doing just a virtual happy hour with some folks that we haven't seen in a long time. So it could be, it could be a lot of fun. Like We can make this whole thing work out and, yeah. and still maintain human connection and all that stuff. You know? We're lucky it's not 1918 where, you know, we don't have this technology where we can connect. So we're going to make things happen. Things are going to be good, folks. You know, we just got to get through these this initial outbreak. Um, but, yeah, spreading positivity. That's what I we're like doing. It. That's yeah. what we're all about. Absolutely. All right. So um, what Whoa. are you grateful for? I, was, I thought you were <laughs> I, getting ready to dive into the I topic. Did, and you I were going like, to ask me. Shit, I almost forgot to ask yeah. me. What are you grateful for today? Quarantine relations. 
<laughs> I wasn't sure if you were really going to share this on here. Yeah. But just go with the, it. The relations during this home quarantine have been pretty amazing. What do you mean by relations? Oh, uh, you know. No, I don't the, know. The, the down and dirty. The 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 Sex? Yeah. You can say it, honey. We're all adults here. I know. I like beating around the bush a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Right. Anyways, yeah. Now, um, I guess me doing a couple push-ups or wearing flannel or something like that has just been uh, kind of a turn on this week. So it's been pretty, uh, pretty fun here in our... Uh, podcast studio <laughs> it's the little things that gets that gets me going yeah so no it's i'm i'm into, what, bleh, i can't even talk right now i'm just thinking about it. i'm very grateful for that stuff you know well now's saying. the time to be experimenting yeah. right yeah. well i mean i'm thinking about nine months 12 months from now we're going to be calling the uh, the babies that are born the the quarantine babies or the coronavirus babies so oh i've had it folks <laughs> yeah yeah, we've been having fun. Yeah. Making the most out of it. That's right. <laughs> so anyways, let's get into some serious stuff here. Um, obviously, what we're dealing with is very serious. Um, you know, there, there are people who are being affected by this, whether it's, you know, unfortunately people losing their lives, but, you know, there's a lot of people who are losing their livelihood. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of changes going on, people working from home. Um it's a tough time, you know. Economy's not doing very well either, and and you know a lot of these restaurants and stores and are, are are taking a hit, obviously. Um, so how are we getting through this here, Jilly? Well, I think right now we're kind of we're kind of focused on what we can do in here to be a little yes. bit happier and healthier. You know, obviously it all starts with us. So I just want to start off just by saying like, there's really no rule book for this shit. No, like no. we're not going to give you like the rule book is t- being written as we go through this. <laughs> yeah. For me, like right now, this time and space is just, it's, it's all about experimentation Yes. until we find a rhythm or some kind of routine that makes us feel a little bit saner than the day before, you know, finding the little things throughout the day just to keep myself grounded and mm-hmm. myself just being grateful for what we do have instead yeah. of always focusing on what's missing or what I don't have or how, you know, this isn't like it used to be. Um, cause really that negative energy isn't really helping towards any kind of situation. Yeah. Um, I, I really feel like the gratitude has really helped us see the positive in things and, you know, has made this situation a little bit easier. You know, we could dwell on the fact that, Oh, you know, we're, working from home now or we're not at work at all um you know life is completely changed they don't have eggs at the grocery store you know there's yeah. just a lot of things that we could dwell on or we can just see the positive things in it okay they don't have eggs but they have a lot of the other stuff that we normally buy so you know yeah. it's really just trying to find the positive in these things because if we you know continue to dwell if we have negative thoughts then it's just going to make this whole you know, experience that we're having, you know, that much worse and that much longer. And, you know, it, we, we can prevail on this thing and we can do it in a, in a positive way. Well, that and one person's negative energy affects somebody else, it does. which affects somebody else. And we have, we have a child, you know, yes. why, why are we going to show her anything less than, you know, this is weird, this is awkward, mm-hmm. but we're going to go with it and we're going to create something new and we're going to figure it out. And, we're going to learn and grow from it. And um, a quote that I saw, I didn't see who it was from, but for right now, just the topic we're talking about, just our roles and how 
you know, we are kind of working and living all in the same place. Yeah. This quote just made me laugh. It said, kids are both the reason we lose it and the reason we hold it together. <laughs> that's a, yeah, nobody spoke truer words. That's, that's absolutely right. And right now it's, it's really, really difficult for me. There are some days where I keep telling myself, like, this is what I said I wanted. I wanted more time with family. And I'm sure a lot of people out there are thinking, yeah, I probably said the same thing. Like, I wish I wasn't at work anymore. I wish I was at home. And now we got exactly what we asked mm-hmm. for. And now some of us are like, well, maybe this maybe this is too much time with what I want. I mean, right. I can see the the pros and the cons out of the situation. But our rules have changed. We have to mm-hmm. accept it. And then make it work the best we can and I thought it'd be just good to start off with like how our roles have shifted like yeah I think so. that's you know kind of talk about you know our situations work work wise and then you know what we're doing now so for you you're a teacher so obviously in the state of Maryland the governor has shut down schools for at least two weeks you're supposed to go back after the 27th but it looks like you'll probably at home be at home longer than that just seeing how things are progressing here so you're home full-time and Um, i'm not teaching online you're not teaching online so i've kind of stepped into the role of stay-at-home mom yes i am watching lucille for most Mm -hmm. of the day Um, my mom still comes over and supports my sister's baby so she is here and when i have to step away or do something so she is kind of there to kind of like help you know take turns with like if I need to go somewhere or I would say run an errand but I'm not really running errands. Yeah you can't really even do that really anymore either yeah. But I'm so so grateful that I do have my mom here to kind of lean on her when I need it and but yeah it's it's been very challenging um totally different than a teaching day I am with with kids all day right but it's different when you don't have any scheduled breaks and you're the only person with that person all day long there is just something a little bit different and um yeah so i've stepped into the stay-at-home mom role and you are still working full-time yes um luckily our company has made a lot of decisions and and, you know we obviously weren't ever planning for a pandemic but we have everything is online everything is cloud-based our phone system is voice over ip our fax system is you know on that same thing we're able to have conference calls and everything we have our company messenger so it was a very seamless transition out of the office and into into um everybody's home and, and everybody going fully remote so you know i'm very grateful that our company was able to do that before this whole thing happened because I know a lot of companies right now are struggling to make that transition and so you know for me personally I've gone into the office every day I I work from home every now and then Um, and when I say that maybe once a month not even that so this was my first full week working at home and normally if if it was just me working from home full-time it would be Lucille uh, you know our nephew and your mom and then I would probably be in the dining room getting stuff done. But now there's you in the house and your sister's going to be home. So there's a lot more people at home. So that's a lot more distractions that could possibly happen. Um, obviously, our daughter is, you know, full go all the time, except for when she takes her maybe 45 minute to an hour nap. Um, but she's full on go. And it's been a little bit of a challenging week just because I've been in the dining room set up and 
Um, you know, I have to move my workstation if I'm getting on a call, so I go into the basement. Um, but we've got a solution. We did some very innovative work today. We have a TV in the basement that hasn't been working. Like it's an old TV. It's like from 2008. And finally the screen just kind of crapped out. And we actually made this little makeshift TV stand back in the day. And it was out of cinder blocks and two by six by eights or something like that. So we decided to take the TV off of there and convert that to a desk but the cinder blocks didn't work out any really well i wasn't able to make the desk wide enough so i found two sawhorses in the garage and that allowed me to make the the desk a little bit wider so i now have a makeshift home office in the basement which should be help with some of the distractions um, during the day but some of the positives out of this whole thing I get to wake up at the same time, but I get to spend an extra hour with you and Lucille before I even have to log into the system. So, you know, from seven to eight o'clock, I am just downstairs, just having, you know, time with, with both of you. And, you know, I know Lucille's into her little TV show, but just being able to sit next to her and sing along and, and you know, have breakfast with her is, has been great. And then, you know, when the day's over, you know, I close the laptop and, you know, I'm in it, you know, I'm able to help out with dinner, or, you know, basically take Lucille away while dinner is being prepared, you know, and, and just kind of take that, um, you know, full time mom thing off of your plate for a little bit and just kind of take her outside and do our thing. So it's been, you know, it's had its highs and lows this past week, but I mean, I'm really starting to adjust and I'm really excited for the weeks to come here because I have a feeling it's going to be weeks that we're going to be uh, cooped up in here. <laughs> yeah, and I kind of divided my thoughts into the good stuff and then the challenges. Sure. But ultimately, I, I found that the challenges have kind of led to the good stuff. It does. It just took some time and mindset rearranging to figure out how it was so good. And it may not look so good, but it just took time to figure out how to adjust it. So... Um, challenges that I had was just I had to change my whole mindset of my to-do list or my Mm quote-unquote work expectations um so I think before I thought that I could get a lot of things done I was like oh this is cool like Lucille will do it with me and don't get me wrong there are some things that she can do with me sure but I had to change my list to just accomplishing one thing a day right if I can accomplish one thing a day it's like I've I feel better. I, I I guess I just had this vision that I could, you know, I'm doing this business course. I was like, oh, I'll do this when she naps and then I'll do this when she's doing that. And I'm like, it is just not working out the way I painted. <laughs> and that's OK. It just took my I just had to stop and pause and be like, OK, so that's not going to work. Right. What I'm painting in my brain is not the reality of the situation. So I've changed my expectations to just if I can get one thing accomplished a day, it's like fantastic right so I had to change that whole mindset of my to-do list or my expectations of what I thought I was going to accomplish another challenge is that Lucille is non-stop at this age yeah I I really feel like our daughter suffers from FOMO because her naps are so short because she wakes up early in the morning and she <laughs> she doesn't fight to go to bed but she you know she stays up until she's she's about ready to you know just sleep standing up so you know, she is basically nonstop from 630 in the morning to 8, 815 now. Yeah. And it's it's been a struggle because, you know, 
I do have summers off and my summer off with her last summer was completely different right. because she was in a different stage of development. This stage, I mean, I should be only so grateful that she has so much energy and her health to be able to be flourishing and jumping and oh my goodness, like a freaking energizer bunny. But yeah, learning <laughs> I how- I feed off of her energy now. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Right? Yeah. Uh, just- it took me a little bit to just kind of learn how to maintain my sanity mm-hmm. so that way I could be a better parent, mom, role model, co-traveler with her. And things that I've realized that have been helping me helping me lighten my load is just we've been vacationing a lot, in quotes, meaning we've been going to lots of different locations within the house. Right. And I find that transitioning and moving to different parts of the house or parts outside is making me feel a lot better too because I'm not just stuck in one spot for too long. Right. We both start feeling well, like she a certain feels way. like that too. I mean, mm-hmm. she's one of those kids who needs to be in a different spot, you know, every 30 minutes or so. Yeah. Which is why she loves going outside so much because there's so many different options for her out there. You know, she can be in the backyard, she can be in the front yard, she can be on her bike going around the cul-de-sac. We can put her in the stroller and go for a walk. And I think that's been another positive of this whole thing is just the outdoor time. For sure. Like, like, you know, obviously we're, we're, you know, supposed to be in our houses and we're staying away from, you know, folks, but it doesn't mean you can't be outdoors either. You know, it's from what I understand, it's not an airborne virus. It's, you know, being in contact with people who have it. So it's, it's being passed person to person, but nature is great for you. Like if you can get out in nature and just soak in that vitamin, what is it? Vitamin D from the sun or whatever. Yes, sweetheart. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's rejuvenating and, you know, it's, it's hopefully leading to, you know, some positive health benefits for us. Yeah. And again, that that's a pro. I mean, just being able to move my body frequently throughout the day. I just had to find, I guess, rhythms where we were really active. And then there were situations where I could just kind of sit down and rest mm-hmm. in an area where I knew she was contained. <laughs> She's a free range chicken, but it was like we had walls. So we've been doing a lot of, you know, indoors, then outdoors and then indoors and then outdoors. And then she leads a walk on her bike. And then I am able to lead a walk with her in the stroller. So mm-hmm. kind of ebbing and flowing, giving her control. But then I have control, too. I'm yeah. finding that that's a really good balance for me right now, blending time for her to decide and then time for me to decide is what's making me feel a lot better. So, I mean, it's my first week with her and I feel like that's a pretty good astounding, uh, like, um, what do you call it? Just realization. Yes. Thank you. I'm like trying to figure out the word. It took me a week to figure that out, but now that I know it, it's like, all right, if this is working for me, maybe I can share it to someone else to just maybe lighten their load a little bit if they have kids at home and um well that's the nice thing is like we we were able to look back at this past week and you know see what went well what did not go well and you know this week we're making some adjustments and you know we challenge you all to do the same thing because a lot of us are in this situation so you know kind of reflect on this past week and say okay you know there were some things that went really well. There were some things that didn't go so well. And, you know, there's things that didn't go so well. What can we do to, to change that? Um, and then what can we do to continue to maintain those things that are still going so so well? And obviously kids are unpredictable. Um, and, and like you said, I, I like using the word ebb and flow because you have to really do that with, with a kid. So that's what we're doing is, you know, we're, we're trying to control what we can control but then also just be flexible to try to go with the things that are not controllable. Leaning into the chaos That's for right. sure. And yeah. yeah, reflection is huge. And even in teaching, like I have to sit down and reflect about 
what went well and what didn't go so well and what can I do to change? Mm-hmm. Because obviously I can't control Lucille's, you know, actions. Like she is her own yeah. being. So it's Absolutely. like, what can I do to, to make it better for me? But um, another struggle I had was, I don't even think I told you this, but, and I'm sure there could be some other moms that maybe resonate with me, but I had to change my mindset about not getting mad at you working all day. Like the fact that I see you all day and you're not there to help me, even though like I kind of had the feeling, but it's weird because I I don't want to hold any grudge. Like I hate that that's that I'm feeling that and I should have maybe voiced it soon. But again, this is my first week, but it was it's I mean, it's I'm still getting through it, but it was a struggle like seeing you in the house, but knowing that you weren't available to kind of help with Lucille. It was like shit. Like he's here and I see him and he's working his ass off, but he's not helping me. Like what the fuck is going on? So I had to actually sit and process those feelings because it was making me feel a certain way. And well, on the flip side too, like I have to learn that just because my hours at work were eight to four thirty, that that does not necessarily mean that that's my hours here either. That I can help out and pitch in and you know maybe work a little bit later in the evening or after Lucille goes to bed finish up my day um you know and and obviously there's going to be times where I have to be on the phone I have to be in meetings and whatnot but I have to learn that I can start my day a little bit earlier or I can start my day you know cut out some time in the day to help out and then you know finish up a little bit later you know it's it's that's the nice thing about working remote is that you know, you, you have your job to do, you have to get stuff done and you have to get it done on time, but you can really manage your day based on, you know, what's going on with work, but also what's going on with life too. And and this is a very unique situation For sure. where workplaces are, you know, they have to be, but they are being understanding that this is completely different for most people. I mean, there are a lot of remote workers out there right now, but nobody has had to shift a complete workforce to remote in such a short period of time as what a lot of these companies are doing. And so there has been some flexibility and, and, you know, I really, I can't say enough great things about the place that I work because it has been, as I, I think I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, a very seamless transition from the office to work. And the folks that we work for have been very understanding of the situation that we're in and have offered support. And, and you know, we're setting up daily phone calls for us to just have that FaceTime with people. Um, you know, we're even doing that with our customers as well, you know, just so they have a chance to voice what's going on. And just so... I'm completely grateful for, for that situation. And maybe that should have been my gratitude. I was trying to throw in a little bit of humor at the beginning of the podcast here, but um, you know, I don't take this for granted at all. And, and, you know, I'm truly, truly grateful for the situation and making this whole situation a lot easier for us. Yeah. So I think a lot of my frustration too, was just that this is the first week I got to give myself some freaking grace yeah. because it's like anything you try new, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be new and you're going to have to experiment a lot and it's going to be mm-hmm. fucking exhausting. And it was. Yeah. This week was oh, exhausting. Yeah. No, I, I know at the end of the day, <laughs> I think we were both wiped. And I know that it had nothing to do with you, really. I mean, the fact that I saw you, I, was, I think I was almost jealous that you, you know, get to have some socialization time mm-hmm. with your coworkers and 
you get to serve other people and and not just our daughter. Don't get me wrong. It's love serving Lucille and being there and supporting her. But there are times where I'm like, I need a break. And but again, this was the first week. Like I'm going to get we're going to get our rhythm. We're We're going to get get our rhythm. We're we're going to be able to talk to each other. Yes. (laughs) And I am going to call on you when I'm like, hey, I'm about to lose my shit. Can you like step in? And we're open to that. Like that communication is open. And I'm glad we have this podcast to just talk about it now. I feel like this is like therapy right now. Um, because it's important that yeah. I'm honest with you. If like it's too much, like I need help or can you give me an idea of what I can do to help with the situation? Mm-hmm. So I am just I'm extremely great, grateful that you're open to hearing this and then I can I feel comfortable sharing that I'm figuring it out, mm-hmm. too, even though like I am a teacher. It's like this is a whole new world with me being with Lucille all mm-hmm. day long at this stage of life, yeah. like her in toddlerhood is so different than any yeah. other stage. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for week two because yeah, yeah. it's going to be a little bit better than it was last week. Oh, I, I think it's going to be much better. I think we're going to make our adjustments and communicate better. And, and really, uh, we understand what the situation is now. And we know that this is going to be the situation for the foreseeable future. So yeah. we have to make the best of it. We have to keep our partnership strong and make sure that you know we're taking care of each other during this time. You know, obviously Lucille's going to be fine. She doesn't know what the hell's going on in the world right now. She just knows that her mom and dad are home full time, um, and Party. is going to yeah, and it's going to take complete advantage of that as she should, and as you know should we, we. should yeah yeah. So you know we're going to make the most out of this, and you know we we know that a lot of people are probably experiencing the same challenges. You know, one of the things that we've really learned with this podcast is that you're not alone. In anything that's going on in life, there are people Hell who no. are experiencing the same shit that, you know, that you're going through. And, you know, we hope that this is a platform that, you know, you can understand that, hey, you know, we're going through the same struggles that that you are. But, you know, here's maybe some things that we're doing that, you know, you can take back and apply to your life and, and make things a little bit easier. And believe me, we love hearing from you folks, too. If there's something that's working for you, please let us know because we would love to incorporate it in, into to what we're doing. You know, we're all about simplifying the chaos. And boy, is the chaos just crazy right now. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it is potent. Um, so, yeah, that was that was kind of the big struggles that I've yeah. been facing this past week. And I had a list of the good stuff. And I feel like a lot of it we've already talked about. Um, the good stuff is just quality time to spend with Lucille at a mm-hmm. pace that I choose. Yeah. And right now I have all the time. Um, the good stuff, more good stuff is just I'm able to cook more, which I love, mm-hmm. and just experiment more with foods. And, you know, one of our neighbors said, I feel like I'm on chopped like all the time because <laughs> I just figure out what do I have in the pantry, in the freezer, and I come up with a meal. And she was just saying how exciting it was. And it's true. Like, I feel like now's the time to get more creative than ever. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, And something else I am able to do is just that I find that I have more time to just focus on other passions besides teaching, like building my health and wellness business and being able to write more, which I love so much. Well, I'm just thinking that and I know it's, it's a struggle during the day because it is full time with Lucille and that could be draining. But at the same time, like, you know, if there's any way that I can, you know, you know, pick up some relief now that we're communicating a little bit and and have you have some time doing your thing. I mean, this whole thing could be completely positive because of what you're looking to do and, and, you know, build a business and whatnot. So, you know, everything has its silver linings and, you know, we're looking for the silver lining in this. And I I think we find a silver lining every day. 
We do. And it changes every day. So uh, we're just staying open. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, All right. Something else I had oh, is yeah. that uh, I just get to see my family more. Yes. I've always said how I want more family time, want more family time. And now it's fucking here. Yeah. It is so here. And I. this is such a golden opportunity. And I don't want to miss it. And I don't want to screw it up. And I don't want to take it for granted. We have the opportunity to be together whatever that may look like, even if it is you working and me watching Lucille, we're all together and I get to see you. And I am so, so thankful for that. Absolutely. No, I, I'm like I said, I, I'm just so happy that, you know, we have that time in the morning together. We have the time in the evening together. We're finding fun, creative ways to have a good time. You know, that it's, you know, this is really forcing us to think outside the box here. And I, I think everybody else is kind of in that same situation too. And, you know, we're not sitting down in, in front of the TV and watching the Netflix, although we have watched, uh, you know, a couple of shows just here and there, just kind of kicking our feet up a, a little bit. But, you know, for the most part, it's it's still this is a great opportunity for us to grow and learn at while well, we're either at home, if we're not at work, there's a lot of great things that can come out of this. And if you put the time and effort into it, because we've really essentially gotten our greatest asset back, if you think about it with this, and that's time. You know, we all say we don't have time for this. We don't have time for that. But there are no sports. There is no activities for kids right now. There is, you know, nothing but time for us to do the things that we said that we don't have time to do. So get out there and do what it is that you've always wanted to do as long as you're not going out in public. <laughs> Jeez. And um, something else I had here that was just from our experience this morning. There are still healthy foods in our stores. Oh my which is god! So exciting. People are buying shit. <laughs> I mean, there was not one package of hot dogs in freaking Giant this morning, <laughs> which Giant is our local grocery store here in Maryland. But oh my god! Like everything that we normally buy, the only thing in the grocery store we couldn't find that we couldn't find that we normally buy was eggs. Yeah. Everything else, no problem. Lara bar is good. Carrots, fruits, vegetables, we were we were all good. We so, had to go somewhere else I for mean, our grass-fed beef. Yes, the, the only thing but, that, uh, and it, yeah, we had to find um, ground beef, which made the best goddamn hamburgers that I've ever had on the grill here tonight. It was um, pretty phenomenal. Yeah. So there's been a lot of great things that come out of this. Yeah, and we're, we're saving money and we're... Sh- we're shopping we are definitely at home. saving money. We are shopping at home. We didn't yeah. go buy a desk. No. We looked at what we had and we, we were. We made a desk. We, we spent zero dollars. Zero dollars. Yep. And it's pretty cool. It's very industrial looking. It is. <laughs> hey, it's, it's going to serve its purpose. Mm-hmm. But it's going to make things a lot easier for us. And we're going to have a much better week this week. Absolutely. That's right. So you want to share some resources here, Jilly? I've also got one. This I week. do. Um. All right, so my resource today is an Instagram post um, that I fell upon. It's from Alex and Rab Carter, and we'll put her Instagram handle. She's a mom, um, and I think she might be some kind of trainer or law professor of some sort. But anyway, not that that is super important, but um, she had this post of her daughter, and it spoke to me so much because I'm a teacher and I know a lot of parents are freaking out about homeschooling, yeah. about what that looks like and how to do it. And I feel like they have so much anxiety and overwhelm. And what she posted was just exactly how I see what homeschooling, in quotes, should look like. <laughs> All right, here it goes. She said, 
I should be homeschooling her, God help us, but this week she taught me something big. I spent much of the week feeling like a homeschool flop. Let me admit that now. I work too much. I'm not great at setting a schedule and my house, it gets crazy sometimes. As Caroline said to me on Thursday, which is her daughter, Mom, you can't even reboot the (laughs) Wi-Fi. But she's been watching me. On Monday, she saw me conduct my first webinar and asked me about it. She wanted to know how I prepared and looked at my slides. Thursday, I held my second session speaking to a bunch of women. And when I sat down in front of the camera, she surprised me by pulling up a chair next to me and saying, so we're doing this together, right? (laughs) We ended up co-facilitating the workshop. If you were there, you know, it was a wild ride, but so fun. And she was so articulate and funny and we had a blast. Then yesterday, she woke up and said, Mom, I want to do my own webinar for kids. And she went downstairs and produced her own slide deck. Each week, she'll be doing a quote-unquote news for kids session where she talks about a funny news story kids might want to hear. And this week's session, let's just say it involves hippos, poop, and Pablo Escobar. (laughs) It's a great reminder to me that sometimes kids can learn on their own without worksheets or a perfect house or a perfect parent. And if you and your kids are interested in learning about hippos who poop a lot and what on earth that has to do with Pablo Escobar, join us at 4 p.m. today to see my little girl conduct her very own News for Kids webinar and find out. I'm really curious about that. Right? (laughs) I just want to encourage any parent out there who's freaking out like they don't have all the things or a strict schedule or routine, like just connecting with your kids and just feeding off of their interests and their passions and what they want to do. To me, that is where the real learning happens. Mm -hmm. It's showing them what you love to do and then tapping into what they love to do and giving them the time and the space to create and explore that. You don't have to have all the workbooks, the coloring tools, the, the games or apps of learning anything. It's just connecting and letting them have the time to explore that. Absolutely. Anyway, that post that's just a great really post. spoke to me. I thought that's so. awesome. <laughs> so I wanted to share something that's similar. Um, this is an article called 14 Strategies for Working from Home Around Children Without Endless Screen Time. And this is by Jewel Pullman or Joy Pullman. And I'm not going to share all 14 strategies. I'm going to kind of cherry pick a couple that I really liked. And the first one is give kids attention first. So mm-hmm. it says, I've learned that this basic principle the hard way. Fill your kids' attention cups before you switch to your attention to work. Uh, If you meet your kids' needs first, they'll be less likely to nag or pester you while you're working. So I thought that was, you know, a very good tip is that, yeah, you know, make sure that their needs are taken care of before you then shift and focus to your needs. Well, that happens every morning with Lucille. Absolutely. She she wants puppy dog pals or tots and she wants her snack and milk and... I give it to her, put her in front of the TV in the morning. That's her routine right now. And I'm able to cook breakfast and put the dishes away and filling her need first and then doing yeah. what I want to do. It it makes the day a little bit happier. Absolutely. And then the next one was uh, switch between kids and work in solid chunks of time, meaning, you know, you work from 7 to 8 a.m. and then from 8 to 9, you switch to your kids and then, you know, kind of back and forth, just depending on what that chunk of time was. It could be an hour, it could be two hours on, two hours off, or two hours on, one hour off. But I thought that was a, a really good insight and, and, you know, something that I could apply to maybe help you out, mm. you know, during the week. Like work time, vacation time, exactly. work time, vacation time. <laughs> Here's one you'll like rotate childcare with your spouse. <laughs> This sounds sensational. Yeah, so a way to get out of the all-day schedule outline above would 
be to switch work hours with your spouse or a working parent friend whose kids are also out of school due to closures. So my husband teaches, so he has summers off during this time. Then he works mornings 7 to 2. I work afternoons and evenings 2 to 6 and 7 to 10. Break for dinner. Mm, we'll have to talk about that. Yeah. And see if we can be a little bit more flexible. Absolutely. That might be really... That's a good one. That's a little golden nugget there. Absolutely. Here's one that you'll really love. Send the kids outside in all weather. Oh, all the time. Absolutely. But she has to be with somebody. (laughs) She has to be with somebody, but also you have to have the right gear. So she said, send them outside every single day, rain, shine, snow, hot, cold. You know, just make sure that they have the right clothes on, but make them go outside and have fun. For sure. I've let down so much fear about what she goes in. Like she loves puddles. And I kept thinking, no, her feet can't wet. But I was like. Fuck it. Like, let her yeah. go in the puddles. We have another pair of shoes. She's exploring. Or take yep. her shoes off. She is so excited to do that. And I just have to stop putting my fears on her and just let her do it. Yep. And she's happier and I'm so much happier because of it. So, yeah, those yeah. are those are great tips, babe. All right. I'll share two more and then that's it. Cool. Uh, the next one is start an activity with them, then leave. It says, it helped me to realize that I don't always have to stay there doing an activity with my kids the whole time. But that I just need to do what teachers call scaffolding, erecting a support system for as long as needed and then dismantling it when it's no longer needed. So basically, you know, sometimes kids need some help with their creativity or direction, get Mm -hmm. them started and then you can let them, you know, let their minds wander at that point. Yeah, you have to. We do that in teaching all the time. We kind of model what we expect and, you know, build that confidence and then kind of let them roll with it. So absolutely. Cool, cool. And then it said the last one is make your home conducive to self-directed play. And basically they said that they've deliberately created a hobby space for their kids and made it very accessible for them. So, you know, they put a bunch of craft supplies in one drawer, an organizer kit, a special art table so that the kids could color, paint, glue, cut, and staple whatever they want. So I thought that was a really unique idea is just like make the area very easy for them to pick something up and do what it is that they want to do. Mm-hmm. Just having options for that day. Um, I do that in school too, just giving choices. Like, here are your three choices. What would you like to do instead of just saying, this is the activity you have right. to do and being really strict and rigid? Like, here are choices, pick one and have fun with it. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Those are good, babe. All right. So let's get into that quote of the day there, Jilly. Ooh, so the quote of the day is kind of long, but it's, it's a good one. It's by Brene Brown. Okay. Mm hmm. This pandemic experience is a massive experiment in collective vulnerability. We can be our worst selves when we're afraid or our very best, bravest selves. In the context of fear and vulnerability, there is often very little in between because when we are uncertain and afraid, our default is self-protection. We don't have to be scary when we're scared. Let's choose awkward, brave, (laughs) and kind. And let's choose each other. Love it. Perfect for this time. Yes, it is. Absolutely. And what is our take action challenge for today? I was just feeding off that quote. I just wrote, let's choose awkward, brave, and kind, and let's choose each other. Let's do it, guys. Forget the fear. Love it. Forget the uncertainty. Let's choose each other and just go with it. Hell yeah. We're all in it together, friends. That's right. All right, folks, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing a review or sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation. Conversation leads to action. And action is how we are able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. 
We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will talk to you again next week. See you later, guys. Stay healthy.